Hey, it's Dr. B, and you are listening to the PRN Podcast. PRN stands for As Needed in Medical Terminology, which is going to be what we're going to be giving you during this podcast, which is as needed advice on how you can change your life, your lifestyle, whether it's in the bedroom or at work. It's As Needed with Dr. B and Fred. That's me. And that's Fred. <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome back to the Dr. B. Oh, it's not Dr. B show. It's called PRN. <laughs> As needed advice, be. medical advice, hosted by yours truly, Dr. B. We have uh, Fred back today. Hey. Uh, he hasn't been fired yet. And today, uh, we're going to get right into it. We're going to talk today about weight loss. Um, and this story was inspired today because I actually saw a patient today. Uh, he is in his 50s and actually is in a new relationship and dealing with infertility. Mm. And yeah, I mean, a 50-year-old guy, infertility, new relationship. She's 20, 24, oh, beautiful. Man. Yeah, That's my idol. <laughs> that is. Um, so it's always a little awkward because you, you, you go in and um, I've made the mistake earlier on in my career saying like, oh, is that your daughter? Or is that your family member? No, that's actually my wife. I'm like, oh. Whoa. Was she there? Yeah. yeah. They're, 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 the wife is, she is, from, is she from the Ukraine? No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't judge. I don't Thailand? think that way. No, 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 no. No, no, this was a new relationship. Um, and no, it didn't seem like it was from someone from another country or, uh, actually, you know, there's a new reality show, 90 minute, uh, it's, it's called 90 day marriage. So no, actually, no, 90, 90 day fi- fiance. Oh, 90 day fiance. Oh, you know about oh it. Oh my God. It's that called 90 day fiance. Amazing. You have 90 days because of some legality issues that you have 90 days to fall in love. And they actually, I just watched the first episode, it's but they're like on, uh, FaceTime or whatever, talking to them and then they land. And then I don't know what happened afterwards. We have 90 days to fall in love. But the interesting thing was one 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 of them is is your type of uh, female, and yeah. all you see in the promos is a mute. The, uh, no, all you see in the promos is like she's 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 dancing, she's beautiful, wow. and the guy gets very very jealous the entire time. So, no, I don't think this is, this was anything like that. But uh, he hasn't had a vasectomy, so I see a lot of men that have had vasectomies and new relationships now in new relationships that need a vasectomy reversal because they want to have natural pregnancies. But this. But this guy uh, didn't really have any of that stuff. All he really had was, I would say he was overweight. If you look at his BMI, it was like around 37, which is considered... Well, how many uh, pounds? I don't remember the pounds, man. Yeah. But but he was actually not even overweight. He was actually obese. And his testosterone levels were a little low. Estrogen levels were a little high. And when we checked his sperm counts, which we do because we're in fertility uh, practice, uh, they, were, they were okay, but it wasn't the best quality sperm. So this is when you get into... A really long conversation like you know i could sit there and just push pills right, and, and give right. them something that is the equivalent of like red bull for the testicles and get him to make more sperm which will hopefully get him to what he wants in achieving the pregnancy what is the red bull for testicles well is there, that a new flavor no <laughs> there is no it, it's the equivalent of it so there's these medications that we use they're oral medications patients may take them every day every other day every three days depending on how we dose it where we can basically get the testicle itself to work faster and work more and produce more of the sperm that we need to produce. Um, and that met, there is one medication that does that. There's another medication that stops the conversion of testosterone to estrogen. And then that's theoretically supposed to kind of like get more testosterone inside of you, which should help your testicle because the testicle likes having testosterone around it. But in his case, like I could have pushed that pill, just written it. Right. But I actually... Uh, sat down and started talking about his weight. Mm. So he, since, because now he's happy, that's what he says, mm-hmm. he's gained almost like 40 pounds. Wow. So this guy used to be fit 
as anything. Like he actually showed me pictures on the phone. Like like he had all these like amazing pictures. He used to he exercised four times a week, etc. Um, but now he's he's gained weight. So he was he started telling me about his personal struggles about weight loss now and etc. So I was like, man, maybe there's an opportunity to talk about you know what I've been through mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. in my own personal struggles with weight loss. Because uh, if you look at all pictures of me on social media, uh, they're always perfect. As our well, all influencer, I'm not. I don't consider myself an influencer on social media. Well, you're media. a perfect being. <laughs> but if you look at what what uh, what is posted on there, um, you know, someone may be morbidly obese, but the way they take the picture, the angles, the filters, mm-hmm. they're gonna look like you know they're they're perfect. And um, you know, so what I did with him at that moment in time, we just started talking about weight and foods and everything, and then he, you could see like. It was definitely something that was bothering him. And so, you know, as a, as a doctor, like, yeah, you know, he's here for a thing. Let's get him out. But I felt like I should be his friend at that moment in time. And so we just started talking. And when he was talking, I was like, man, like, I feel like it's me talking almost really? three years ago. Really? Because he was talking about how he loves food, how he's very happy. Now, I mean, I, I'm in the same relationship, uh, but he's in a new relationship. But But there's moments and times that really alter your focus and... And you, you start becoming happier with everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for me, when I'm happy, I eat. When he's happy, he started eating. And so that weight gain, I would say, has 100% contributed to his sperm quality and how really? it's not ideal. Yes, there could be other factors. There could be his age. There could be genetic problems. There could be other things. But I would say obesity and being overweight definitely contributes to infertility. So the conversation really was like, hey, man, you're struggling. It's hard. And then I, I, I usually don't open up too much about, like, my personal struggles, but I felt right. like it would help him. Yeah. And so I started talking about how I struggled with it. I struggled with looking in the mirror and feeling like I was, you know, a good role model for my patients. I struggled looking in the mirror, and all I could really see is, like, the curvy lines. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, and I told him, is like, you know, what I realized is that the day I had a hard time playing with my two twins, taking them up the flight of stairs, wow. getting short-winded, right. was like the epiphany for me. Is like, holy crap, Like they're so young. I don't even want to play with them because I'm so tired. That's crazy. And I think I'm working hard for them, but mm-hmm. the reality is that I'm not because I'm not going to be able to spend my whole life with them and do what I want with them. Right. But it, you know, it's, it's really hard for guys, I feel like, to just, just open up out there their weight and stuff oh yeah what kind of test do you do for the for the quality of the sperm so it's called a semen analysis so we actually have a room in our office uh yeah it's it's called the red room wow and we have very like uh interesting uh pictures in there so do you take you take the sperm and then you you bring it to a laboratory to to get it tested yes yeah so he he, uh, the man actually when he when he has to give us a specimen can't use any he can't have really any kind of help uh, right. He can't use lubrication, right? Um, and he has to refrain from any activity for at least two days. Wow! And so, you know, most offices or most labs just give you the cup and tell you to go to the bathroom, uh, and then you got someone taking a dump next to you, someone pissing next to you, someone brushing their teeth after lunch next to you. Sounds like jail. <laughs> so, but in this <laughs> case, like a very, very private room, and so they go, they give a specimen, and then they go straight to the lab, and the lab actually would will go and analyze the amount of sperm you have in there. Mm. We'll look at the volume, the concentration, 
when I say quality, it'll look at like, you know, how many look like normal sperm, how many look abnormal, how many are actually moving, if they are moving, you know, how good are they moving? Right. How are they moving? Right. So there's like all these things that we look at. And then based on what part of the analysis has an abnormality, we can kind of gear their treatment options. So, That's so crazy. it's either medications, it's either lifestyle changes, it's either sometimes surgical intervention. Um, and, you know, there's so many different avenues and paths you can take. But the best way really is if you can do it with a lifestyle change. Right. Uh, is well, because that's not going to help you just for this. It's going to help you for a lot of things in the future. That's th- th- that um, sperm quality test is very different from my sperm quality test because the, my sperm quality tests usually involves her swallowing and smiling, <laughs> and that tells me the quality of my sperm. Oh my gosh! So, uh, just a little <laughs> disclaimer for the show: uh, the, uh, the, what comes out of Fred's mouth um, is is him. And does not uh, <laughs> does not have anything to do with the show, and we do not uh, support or engage. We just listen, and this is really for entertainment purposes, but also education right, at the same right. time. Say goodbye to B- BU uh, degree, <laughs> and you're going to be working at McDonald's here soon. <laughs> oh man, Fred! But it, you're right. So it, it, you bring up an interesting point about that. Absolutely, uh, because you know we do measure the volume. Yeah. And so some guys have two cc's, some guys have four cc's. Mm-hmm. Porn stars have like 100 cc's, meaning like you have like a gallon of stuff coming out. They call me, I'm known as uh, uh, Justin Timberlake, uh, cry me a river. <laughs> so uh, the volume of sperm is actually something that we look at in terms of volume. <laughs> and, and obviously, actually, there is a medical disease. So if you don't have a high ejaculate, like, let's say you feel the orgasm and very little stuff comes out, for yeah. lack of a better word. That's not good. Uh, and you're dealing with infertility, you may have some blockages. Whoa. So basically, what you see is not all sperm. Only like 5 or 10% of that entire fluid is sperm. So when men get vasectomies or they have some kind of blockages in their tubes, um, uh, when it comes to from the testicle to, the, to, to where they meet um, the, the ejaculatory ducts, uh, you're not really going to notice a difference. Most of that juice comes from your prostate comes from your seminal vesicles and everything comes together and then that's what you see in your ejaculate so if you have fertility issues and you are uh, have a very low ejaculate then there could be something wrong with those tubes or something somewhere where it's not all coming out the right way and actually people sometimes don't know this but certain medications can cause that problem where really? where the stuff goes backwards so your money shot doesn't go forward it goes backwards and then you pee it out later that's crazy question Dr. B. Now, is there, can you tell something is wrong medically if the trajectory is off? Like I hit the backboard of my bed 30 feet away. <laughs> so is, if, if, if it's, is there anything to do with the speed or the distance that it comes out? Can you say, oh, you have something wrong because you, you're not? Well, I mean, you got to think of, you got to think of your problem as being on a bell curve, right? So you're going to have the average people that can probably just, you know, shoot it a couple inches, and then you have the two spectrums, one where it doesn't go anywhere and one like you. So, right. you know, you would I would say you're probably a super ejaculator. Right. I'm uh, going to join the Olympics. Y- the Olympics? I mean, if the, I'm sure I'm sure <laughs> U-Porn or X-Hamster has some uh, Olympics uh, or something <laughs> that you can probably uh, go and win the gold medal at. <laughs> But for for the sake of this show, um, actually, the way you ejaculate can make a difference mm. 
because the whole goal, right? So when you're when you're trying to conceive, and you ejaculate, well, first you want to be able to ejaculate, right? Because the whole goal is, you know, we, we when we may watch adult films, it's like a fun thing to see, like, oh yeah, this stuff is doing this or that, or how far can it go? Right. But there's a purpose to that. There's mm-hmm. a purpose why it speeds out of there, because that speed, that trajectory, mm. all that fluid, which is full of sperm, is supposed to get into the vaginal vault, get into the cervix, and from there travel into the uterus, and then from there travel all the way up the fallopian tubes and find those eggs. That's crazy. So it does you, all of that? So, 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 so wow. that's, why, that's why it says when, when, when you are having a bad day, look in the mirror and say, I was that lucky sperm. Because you got millions, sometimes hundreds of millions of sperm coming out at one time, and you made it, buddy. That's crazy, man. That's awesome. So you wait, you, you goes, could probably impregnate someone really fast with, with the well, velocity you're talking about. I once sneezed and got a woman pregnant. Oh, you did? Yeah, that's how... Um, that's how. Uh, well, for the sake of the show, this is not... Uh, that's not possible because the only place you can get sperm from is uh, your actual uh, ejaculate. But you could technically, to keep the show professional, you could technically sneeze... And if your partner's using donor sperm uh, yeah. or having IVF, then yeah, technically she could get pregnant while you're sitting there sneezing as they're manipulating her eggs and inserting your sperm or donor sperm in there. So that's crazy. Yeah. That's, uh, so we, my question is: people people have sex to conceive? I don't get it. Yes. Wow. Yes. So that's how the whole process started. So um, it's 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 all about procreation and evolution. And, and and having offspring. Right. So, so sex, mm, mm. Uh, when you're trying to have babies, it's the same way you're having sex now, but you have a purpose. Sometimes you don't have a purpose, and it's an oops moment if you're using forms of birth control that are <coughs> ineffective, like the withdrawal technique or condoms that may be too small for you or too big for you or mm-hmm. not using any condoms at all and just leaving, leaving it to chance um, right. or the pill or other things like that. that What's that the number one problem for with people not being able to conceive? Is it just sperm count? What, what is it? Well, the biggest misconception is that it's a completely female problem, so it's her fault. But the reality is it's 50-50. If wow. you look at all causes of infertility, um, it's, it's, a fi- it's 50-50 split in the middle. So the right. female can have issues, the male can have issues. And even when everything is perfect in the female... And everything is perfect in the male. Now, take that with a grain of salt. I mean perfect in terms of everything that I can test for, evaluate for, um, is, is good. You can still have something called unexplained infertility, where there's mm-hmm. something inside where the egg and the sperm are just not able to interact. They don't um, get along. The, well, they may not get along, or they're not able to get into each uh, The sperm's not able to get in. There's something going on inside that we just don't have a good understanding of. Mm that could be causing the infertility. Mm. The cool thing with modern-day medicine is that if that is an issue, it's not like you can't be a father and mother. There's other ways that you can become a parent. Just break up with the person and try somewhere else? Well, you could do that, or you could adopt, or you could um, do assisted reproductive techniques, um, such as in utero insemination, where they basically take your sperm and then using a pipette, inject it past the cervix, or you can do IVF, which is in vitro fertilization, um, 
So I, in my practice, deal with optimizing the male, but there's a second set of doctors. They're called reproductive endocrinologists. Um, and they're basically gynecologists that do further training and specialize in the female part of infertility, but they're also the ones that do the assisted reproductive techniques. So that's like a second group of doctors that would help. So back to my patient, like the female was 25, I never had children, her workup was was essentially okay. And then our guy, as I mentioned, our workup, yeah. sperm counts really, really weren't that bad, estrogen. But, but his estrogen was a little bit up. So uh, you know, today I actually uh, didn't prescribe him any medication. We said, hey, let's make some lifestyle changes. Mm-hmm. And then I also put him on some supplementation. So just some natural vitamins um, that have been shown to enhance and improve sperm counts in little percentages each time you take them. So anything we can do naturally, I feel is much better. Um, and but But to get to that point, I feel like we really got to be open to it and spend the time with the patient and, and look at it. And I bet when he comes back in three months, he's going to have an improvement. And right. also, right. when he comes back in three months... Uh, she could it, be pregnant. She could be pregnant. Right. And then they'll miss their appointment. And I'll be like, what the heck's going on? That's a good and sign. And then I'll ask my staff, and then they'll say, oh, he doesn't want to come in because he's going to be a daddy, that's which is the best. Yeah. I mean, it, the, that's the coolest part of what I do is when we get pictures of babies. Really? Yeah. I get pictures of babies through my um, paternity tests um, by the court. <laughs> and I go, it's not mine. Uh, but man. you get it differently. Yeah, right? I get it differently, man. Wow. So it, it's really cool. Like, we had one couple actually bring the, their child to the office, like, surprise oh, me. Wow. And then when I got to hold that baby, like, it was, it, 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 you can't put into words, like, the feeling you get when you, when you see the kid. Um, because you're like, man, I, I was part of, I, I helped. That's pretty special. I helped make that baby, which I know with your dirty mind, you're going to start thinking other things. But I, 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 no, I helped. No, medically, yeah. And, and so now it's like, you know, they may not remember me every single day, but I'm going to remember them every day. Did he have the beard that you have? No, no. <laughs> it was a girl, dude. Oh, sorry. Uh, did she did have a, a good set of hair yeah. um, uh, on her head, but your uh, her face look, was... Your, your hair is looking pretty handsome. Yeah, man. I'm feeling a little awkward right now, man. Why? No, it looks really good. So, uh, you know, was, uh, there's a lot of people out there with infertility, a lot of people dealing with this problem. And there's a lot of couples, but, you know, what people need to realize is, like, there's no harm in, um, in basically, like, talking about it. But can you guess, Fred, mm. what the number one cause of stress in a couple dealing with infertility is? The number one stress in a couple that's dealing with infertility. Give me a second. Um, do, do, right, do, right. Do, do, that's distracting me. My ADD is... Do, 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 do. And this is not based on any kind of the number order. one stress they have. The number one stress causer, like elicitor, like the number one reason I see couples get stressed out. Um, that that they don't have the time. No. Okay. No. Okay. The problem is the problem is. Let me keep They don't have the time. Okay. Um, uh, penis size. No. Okay. Um, do you uh, know what the average penis size is? Um. Internationally, it, what's the average length of an erect penis? Average length. Of now you got two pop quiz questions. All right, I know the, the average. I wonder length. how many of our audience members know because they're about to start taking out their their rulers. Yeah, and start it's, measuring. It's best to get to use the little rulers that you get at conferences. 
Yeah. Because they're small. Yeah. Do not use your kids' rulers. Right. Or, <laughs> and then put it back into their school bags. Or don't use the ruler from your the um the roofing company that's replacing your roof. <laughs> don't don't do that. It's kind of unsafe. The average uh penis internationally is uh I would say five point five inches. Good job, Fred. Yeah. It's about five point one inches. Really? Okay. Yeah, five point one inches erect. Okay. I'm. I know because I'm above that, so I'm yeah. above average. So. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it, or maybe I have seen it. For I, I can't say anything. There's this HIPAA clause I can't talk about. Uh, but uh, you know, most men do overinflate the size of their penis. But that's not the conversation. Right. The conversation was what's the number one stressor? The number one. I would in say infertility couples' life. It's not the penis size. Does it's it not lack of time. Does it have to do with the act of um, fornication or away from fornication? It's away from fornication. Money? Not money. Um, well, I mean, I, there is a financial stress because these infertility treatments uh, are very rarely covered by insurance companies, at least at least in our state or in the insurance insurers I see. So, yes, there could be a financial cost. Family to or social stress? Social media. Really? Yes. Yes. Why? Because they see a lot of babies. They see all their friends oh, posting man. their gender reveal. What is this gender reveal thing, by the way? All of my friends are having gender reveal parties right now. It's a waste Male of or time. female. And they're having baby showers. So not only am I giving them a gift for the gender reveal, I'm giving them a gift for the uh, for the uh, baby shower. And I, I'm also giving them a gift when the kid's born. Um, my we, parents didn't have a gender reveal because it took it took um them. It took the doctor until it was uh, a year and a half to notice if I was male or female, and then we had a gender. <laughs> oh yeah, because because you your your testosterone or your hormones start working afterwards, and then you, finally they saw something come right. out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was nice gender reveals. Nice. Yeah. So um, I, I would say it's social media. Now I don't know any science behind this, but I know when patients come into my office, um, they are on social media. They're on blogs. They're looking for answers. Wow. They're, they're constantly looking for like a solution to their problem. And um, when they're looking, they end up hitting some social media site. And then they start seeing their friends, as you mentioned, that are having kids or, or posting pictures or telling, oh, I'm having my fifth kid now. Oh, my God, it was a mistake. Congrats. Oh, I'm so happy, but I'm not happy. And then you have you have been struggling for years trying to have a child. It's and tough. you're on there and you see it. Very tough. So what I tell my couples is, listen. You can go on Dr. Google, you can go on social media, no problem. But if it starts affecting your mentality uh, and starts really putting you down, then just get off of it. Because it, it really is going to... There's there's really no benefit to going on there and just getting depressed. It's kind of like, oh, I really want a six-pack. And then you go on Instagram and you have like four love handles and you go on there. Is it really going to inspire you when you see all these other people with six-packs and how they got it so quote-unquote easily? Personally, it doesn't inspire me. If anything, like I'm inspired by like the first picture, but then by fifth, sixth, I'm like, crap, like this is right. so uninspiring. And then you see them bloating about how easy it was, et cetera. So, you know, I usually tell the patients to get off. Now, I'm actually part of this private um, fertility uh, group where I contribute as, a, as an expert as, as best I can. There's a few of us doctors on there. Um, and it's interesting, like, to see... Like, I've been on it for a couple months now. Like, you have someone new posting on there every couple of days, the same question. What is it? Just, I mean, it's, it's the same thing. Like, How do I'm I get stressed a out or, no, <laughs> I'm stressed out or this or that or that. Um, you know, I, I don't want to break any, you know, confidentiality. I mean, it, right, I guess it's, right. it's social media, so it's not really confidential. But um, I don't want to make anyone feel awkward, but it's, it's, it's the same questions. And what you realize is, like, 
I'll tell you, it's like people posting like, oh, uh, I'm, I'm getting depressed. I'm getting upset. My friend just had another child. Or my husband doesn't understand like mm. why I'm stressed out. Or my wife doesn't understand why I'm stressed out. So it really comes down to like they're, they're less focused on, hey, let's just have fun. Let's have sex. Let's go through this stuff mm -hmm. um, together. They're more right. focused on like the emotions that are involved with it. And I know it's easy for me to say and hard to actually get rid of those emotions. Right. But I would say there's one really easy thing to get out of your life that you can be happier and not worry about what everyone else is doing because who the hell cares about right. everyone else? Because right. it should really be about you. Enjoy the open balcony in the third floor at the Cedar Key Hotel. Go go for yeah, it. Absolutely. And you know what? You want to know a funny story? What? When we told our parents that, um, that we were going to have a kid, uh, my dad was like, oh, yeah, great. That's awesome. And then he, like, the next day came, said, oh, yeah, I figured out when it happened. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you and her went on this vacation to this city, and this was exactly this number of weeks ago, and, mm. I, and that's when it happened. And wow. I'm like, this is so awkward. And it maybe didn't involve a balcony. That's why I brought that up. But <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so, that's awesome. But uh, my parents would be. I know when exactly it happened. Went to see the new Avengers movie, and in the movie theater. <laughs> Bro, you're like 35. Avengers has only been coming out for like <laughs> I'm, I'm, a couple of years. I'm like, trying to be funny. I mean, I know you act like you're 10 years old, but you're not. Uh, but but you know, fertility is a big deal. Changing your social habits is is an even yeah, bigger big deal. Time. You know, and and bringing it back to the the weight loss issue is. You know, we all struggle with this. I mean, Big not time. all of us have those perfect bodies. Not all of mm -hmm. us can make those perfect decisions. I actually had my trainer look at my, you know, I've been logging what I've been eating. Mm -hmm. And I was very happy that I was under calories. And then he looked at what I was eating, pizza and voodoo donuts from Universal and pancakes with my kids. Wow. And then he's like, oh, man, like, you know, yeah, you're under calories, but you're eating all the wrong things. So, right. you know, it's a struggle every single day. I am, I am no better of a role model than anyone else, but um, I feel like I do need to um, try to look the part as best I can. If I'm giving people advice about eating better and exercising, I should do it myself. But I think the more important thing that I do is not look the part, is actually be honest with the struggles. Right. And once you open up about that, um, uh, I think people are just really trust you more and they're, I think they're more willing to make a change. Like, hey man, someone like Dr. B, who I think so highly of, uh, seems like everything is good, is sharing his struggles, and, you know, it's okay. May, I'm struggling relate. this, but yeah. I'm relatable. Is mm -hmm. it relatable? What is, what is it? Uh, relatable? Relate. Relate. Yeah. Relatable, yes. Like re yes. relationship? Yeah. Relatable. All right, thank you. Fred, uh, what do you, where did you go to college? I didn't, I, <laughs> I didn't go. So, um... I think it's a good conversation. I man. think it's good. I mean, so you basically, got, you got any life tips, man? Other than the, the four things that you you brought up, that's going to get us X out of uh, Apple, Apple, the Apple we'll, Store we'll podcast. Just, or? We'll just bleep it out. To be honest, I'll lose my job and uh, career. You don't really have a job right that's now. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I think uh, lose weight. Not only will it help you conceive a child, to have a child. It'll uh, make it easier to conceive a child. Make it easier. You feel better. You feel less depressed, more energetic. And uh, make sure that the 24-year-old doesn't leave you. Yeah. No, I, don't, I don't think. No, I mean, love, have it, love has out. no boundaries. No, like, I know. Well, you have to bleep that Does out. She, I mean, that's you saying it. But yeah. Does uh, she I, have a sister? 
<laughs> I know you're single. That's why. But listen, if, if there's any guys out there that are interested in their fertility and you don't have access to getting a lab order or don't want to wait a couple months to see you know, a specialist, you can actually check your sperm quality and counts at home. Well, no, they should contact us. No, no, not contact. Well, they, they, yeah, they can come see me in the office. Yeah, absolutely. But there's actually at-home tests. Um, I'm not sponsored by them. I'm not paid by them. But there's a test where you can actually measure your sperm counts called TRACK. Um, and Great then, company. <laughs> actually, Fred has done the test. And, I have and, done the uh, test. The first one we did, I actually, you know, I should know how to do this, but I actually did it wrong. And he came back at zero sperm count. I've, so Fred was like just crying and like upset. And I was like, oh, my God. No, no, because you know what? I should have a child for after how many partners? Anyway, so oh. uh, that, that uh, but we did it again. And he had <laughs> he had great sperm counts. And there's, yeah. a, there's another test. I think it's called Yo-Yo Ma or Yo. Uh, where they actually look at your motility, which is a little weird because um, How fast you know you use going? your phone with a little lens, and they, they can, and then you put your sperm on the phone, um, and then you use the same phone, take pictures, you know, of yourself and selfies. That's that's America right there, <laughs> born on the phone, man. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> uh, but th- there's definitely at home ways there that you can um, you know check your fertility potential if you're interested. And if you're interested in freezing your sperm, there's definitely things out uh, that you can do. But I think this was a great conversation, great, great, great Matt. Great I conver- think where, uh, can they, where can they find you? Where can they can see these beautiful pictures of yourself? Of uh, myself, uh, you can go on my social media at jamenbrownbot.com. I don't know if the, I don't know if the website's still live or not because Fred manages and it and he you forgets say that to pay every the week bills. Every week I check it and it's, it's, it's not a, there. It is. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. Did you check it today? I haven't checked it. Oh, okay, exactly. What's your uh, um, Instagram? And, and Instagram at drjamin. B, and listen, if you have any questions, comments, find us on our website, hit me up on social media. Maybe we can uh, have you on as guests or at least help answer life's questions that you may have. Whatever I said is not a personal, uh, like a true reflection of my personal life. Oh, Just, or, or it's not a true reflection of this show. Right. And does not represent Dr. Brombot or his brand. Absolutely. And does not represent the PRN podcast. That's been As Needed with Dr. B, with Fred. See you guys next week. Hey, you can follow me, Dr. B, on all the social media channels at D-R-J-A-M-I-N-B. It's at Dr. Jamin B on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And don't forget to follow the PRN podcast. And if you like what you hear, go ahead and give us five stars. And if you don't want to give us five stars and you want to give us less, please still give us five stars because you never know who you're going to have to get your Viagra from in the future.